uh, food service in LA or was that your no, first? That was my first. That was my first food service job ever. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll get. Yeah. I mean, we'll I get there. We'll get there. Last, yeah. Okay. Um, I thought about some answers. Or... Oh, hi, you're listening to Service from Hell, a podcast featuring people that are currently in customer service positions or the lucky few that got out and all the good, bad, and infinitely irritating things that go along with that work. I'm actor and writer Kate Gaffney, and I'm uniquely qualified to discuss this as I used to work at a very busy and very popular comedy club in Los Angeles. And at least one of you listening right now has probably grabbed me and told me you were ready to order when I was running around like a crazy person. So let's eat. And this time, let's record because this is the second time we're going through this because I am not on my game today. I'd like to welcome our guest podcaster, former football player, and Knicks fan. There's a truck going by. We're really, this is just, here's the thing. <laughs> this is just what this podcast is going to be. Everybody, you're going to hear lots of noises. I'm going to keep going with this intro. It's okay. Good. We're getting the trash. Might as well have left pop out here because it's, I should have. I didn't think this through. Here we go. A former football player and sadly a Knicks fan, Morgan Mizell. Morgan hails from the great state of New York and is best known for being a highly skilled tight end for the Staten Island-based Wagner Seahawks, as well as the co-host of two super fun podcasts on the air right now, The Big Humble and The Definitive Rankings of Everything. But that's not all we know him for out here in L.A. No, that's right. Morgan was also recently hit by a car as he crossed the street, and he not only survived, obviously, but he also broke every major bone in his body below the neck. It's pretty incredible. He's in a full-body cast right now. We are interviewing him from his bed, and he's drinking from a straw. I better know Morgan through working at the same comedy club before the pandemic and sharing a POS with him more than once where I was about to lose my mind, and he acted like he didn't even have one drink to drop at any of his tables. He also is the one person who imparted the wisdom upon me when I asked him what he does if people touch him, quote, oh, well, they basically never do, but when they're bold, I tell them, don't touch me. A man of rather succinct wisdom, but wisdom nonetheless. That said, Morgan, why do you work at a comedy club when you've no plans to get into entertainment? Do you actually wish you were an actor, comic? How much fun is having not only one, but two goddamn podcasts? Tell me about it. Well, working at a comedy club, if you, if I could ask myself, if I could go back to tell my 12-year-old self, like, hey, one day Paulie Shore is going to be your boss, that guy would be stoked. <laughs> so it's kind of like a prophecy fulfilled. Okay. And also it's just like, oh, what better place in the world to work? It's, you're dealing with some of the funniest, smartest people on a daily basis. You're involved in some of the best conversations ever. And the money's not that bad either. Hello. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, like, yeah, that's why I keep showing up. <laughs> okay. And so you had, because you have no plans to get into entertainment, do you feel like you kind of have a leg up working there because you have no agenda? Yeah, I have no agenda. Uh, I don't really want anything from anybody. So once people know that you're kind of coming into an interaction like that, they like kind of let their guard down again a, mm -hmm. a lot. And it's kind of helped me sort of four-way four my way into entertainment. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so you're not in entertainment, but you have two podcasts. Yes. Tell me about the podcast. What is The Big Humble? Uh, the Big Humble, it's me and my really, really good friend, Matt Lockwood. We sit down once a week and have a very, very silly conversation. Uh, our motto is pretty much the dumber, the better. Okay. So we'll have very passionate arguments about the silliest things. Okay. And, and do, really important things. We're kind of... All over the yeah, place? Yeah. Do listeners get to write in and, and like say, like, hey, we want to hear you talk about these things? They're, they're more than welcome to write in. Please do, actually. <laughs> Harass either one of us on Instagram. We will gladly talk about it. Okay. And then tell me about the definitive rankings of everything. That is me, Matt Lockwood, and Asana Ahmad. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a live show on Twitch. We do every Tuesday at 1 p.m. West, West Coast time. Uh, basically, we invite a guest on every week. They pick a topic, and then we power rank that topic. What does that mean, power rank? Uh, we, we, throughout the conversation, we figure out the top 10 of each subject. So, like, last week we did Heroes with Keith Johnson. Uh, the week before that we did Nicknames with Dylan Sullivan. Oh, and I love Dylan. At the beginning, we kind of just discussed what the parameters are because, for nicknames at least, I was thinking more like individual nicknames. They were like, no, generic nicknames like Bubba or Buddy. And I was like, that's so boring. Why that's so boring. That? Yeah. We came up with, like, a nice hybrid of the two either okay. way. But, yeah, if you want to listen to four guys or three guys in a gal argue every week. That's that's More the way to do it. Yeah. Okay. And so it's on Real Twitch. Big on arguing, you guys can tell. <laughs> it's sort of your whole brand. Yeah. Okay. Can, but you don't do it at work. You just like... No, no, no. Why? Because also at work, there's enough people arguing. Fair so enough. I feel like the argument, <laughs> arguing energy is enough for me. It's like, okay, there's something going on here. People are upset at each other. I like that. I don't necessarily need to be involved. But I, I, I could feel off those vibes and that's enough for me. And also it's just like, I don't know. I, you said before I'm usually not that busy at work, which is true. 
Which but, I don't understand. Well, see, Kate, here's the thing. The, the less you care. I know. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> I know. I say this all the time. If I didn't care as yeah, much. You're I a feeler. Mean, like you yeah. like I don't care. Dude, you're watching Theo Vaughn right now. Like yeah. why are you paying attention to me at all? And you I'll would, be over when I get over. You cleaned up. Like yeah. you, you did just fine. I yeah. think it's because I think customers can, and we'll get into this in the next section, but I feel like customers can read that and they take advantage of that. If you care, they're oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to exploit the shit They're going to run you this. around. They're like, if you, it's like one of those things, like, it's like, oh, they're too cool for me. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm not, I, I, I really just don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and also the place that we worked at, the management kind of empowered me to not give a shit. Oh, uh, fair. Because it was never my fault if like something went wrong. So it's like, oh, well, great. Yeah, what do you, uh, yeah, you can complain to someone. This guy's like, we're cool. Like, you know what I mean? This is, so get ready. This isn't going to go well for you, just so you know. <laughs> okay, so I want to go back. So you are originally from New York. Mm-hmm. So why why come out to California? I mean, you were playing football in New York. You were like crushing it out there. Why come out here? Uh, so my last class at Wagner was a trip to Hawaii for three weeks. I was out there with one of my best friends. Yeah, it was a business elective. Don't ask me. Wait, and so Business just... ethics of Hawaii. I have no idea. <laughs> and you picked that? Yeah, my scholarship paid for the class. All I had to do was pay for a flight. So my parents got that for me yeah. as a graduation gift. I was like, this is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, we had to, We were there for three weeks. I think I had to do like, we had to do attend five things throughout the three weeks. Okay. So the rest of the time was just me and my best friend from college, my buddy TJ, just sitting on the beach smoking weed and like reading the, the teachings of Buddha. And I was just like, oh, this, this is what life is about. I got to get the fuck out of New York. <laughs> then I went home. I'm helping like one of my best friends' uh, girlfriends move. We're driving down Third Avenue, and it's like Friday on like a happy hour. And uh, I remember just looking out the window for like 30 blocks. I don't see a single person smiling. Ooh. It's like a beautiful like summer day. Everyone, you just getting out of the work. The weekend starting. I was like, nobody here is happy. I was like, there's something wrong with this city. <laughs> Some sort of disease where like no one could be smiling at this time. So at that point, then it was uh, I was home for another year. I had a job at Ann Taylor. I started working for like a nonprofit in the city, but while I was working for that nonprofit, my whole, I was like, I got to get out of here. I was like, this can't be it. So me and my buddy, Mike, we were just talking about like going different places. I originally wanted to go back to Hawaii. Then he was like, what about LA? And I was like, that'll do. That'll do. So so I think we left July 1st. We got out here July 4th. And yeah. You got all the way from New York to here in 72 hours. We, yeah, we went New York to Chicago on one day. Ooh. Then Chicago to... What, Denver or something? Yeah, but it wasn't Denver. We went to the other city. Rich Aspen. Aspen, there you yes, go. Yes, my buddy Cheese is living <laughs> out there. And then we went from Aspen to Vegas. We stopped there for a night. You can, yeah, Aspen to Vegas is actually not that bad. No, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, but and Utah's Vegas, beautiful. Yeah, it is. I was is. like, I never thought I'd be here in my life. This is gorgeous. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so you is your buddy still out here? No, uh, we lived together for a year. He, that was a crazy apartment because it was so I've been friends with this kid since we were in seventh, eighth grade. But so throughout that year, I think like three other dudes who we went to high school with, they we, it was like five of us in the two bedroom apartment at one point. No. Yeah. No. It was wild. Mm-mm. Wild. Mm-mm. Yeah. And you were bringing girls back and stuff? Sometimes. How would you guys do that? I've had another guy on that I had to ask how this worked. Like Patrick, you know him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I same way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, there's only five of us in there for maybe like a month and a half. So I had two buddies. They were sleeping on the two couches. My one buddy, he had set up like a, like a little air mattress and he had like a partition to separate himself from all that. Okay. And then I had my own room and so did my friend Mike. Oh, so, so you we and Mike were set. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, also like two, two, three of my best friends too. The other ones are sleeping in the living room. So I was like, I don't give like, yeah, whatever guys. We've all seen yeah, each other. Yeah, We've done I it all. Played football or basketball with all of you. Oh, you know what I mean? You, yeah. Yeah, those are my boys. Okay, so, so they, but your buddy. My buddy Mike, so he moved back to New York I want to say four years ago, but we lived together for a year. Then he moved in with his girlfriend. And then me and my buddy Lucas, we got an apartment down in like Culver City. So that was how long ago? Get us up to now. So that was how many years ago? That four was, years ago, you said? So we moved out here 2012. Hold for plane or whatever the hell that is. Hold for bus. Hold for cement truck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is going great. We're doing great. Okay. Um, so we moved out here 2012. It was three or five of us until like 2013 that me and my buddy Lucas, we moved in the apartment in Culver City. My buddy Mike, he moved up to NoHo with his uh, girlfriend, Rebecca. And so now you, are, so in this in this whole experience of Los Angeles, does any part of you, because like you said, your read on New York is that no one's happy, but you feel like an affinity towards the sports and your yeah. parents are still there. So like, do you ever see yourself going back? No. Really? I, I, I'm not really a big planner. Sure. So, like, <laughs> seems like it. As you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, right now, there's no, like, uh, yeah, I, I don't really have a desire. 
Okay. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's freezing out there right now. Facts. So if your podcast took off, would you say you were in entertainment then? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, then like, that would be what it would take. Okay. Yeah. And My podcast took off if someone bought like a screenplay or pilot. Yeah, I would say I'm in entertainment then. Oh, so you're working on a screenplay. Yeah, we all had to find hobbies during the pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Morgan. Yeah, mm-hmm. But he just moved out here on a whim. No, all I didn't right, move. Morgan. Once again, not big not, for planning. Not, yeah. not big planner. Oh, well, I've had a lot of weird jobs out here. We'll get into <laughs> We're it. We're getting there. Okay, now, just because I know I'm going to get emails about this, um, I did mention that you are in a full body cast sipping a milkshake right now. So uh, what happened? Uh, geez. So there was an after hour spot that is no longer running. I had been there. Someone was just, I got hit in May. I, I think I was there in like March and they asked me if I could throw a comedy show. And I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'll get back to you about it. You're like, but then, I'm not in entertainment. So how in the world would I put together a comedy show? I don't even know how to do that. Go ahead. <laughs> I know a bunch of comics. But uh, oh, yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I talked to like some people and they're like, no, yeah, I think we could like finally put this together. So I went there that night to like talk to the owners and stuff, uh, figure out how we're going to split the door, split the bar, how many people we get in there, all that stuff. So I think we were done talking at like three in the morning. So I was like, all right, I'm going to leave. They're like, no, let's stay. Have like a beer. Hang out. Da, da, da. So I was like, okay. Next thing I know, it's like 4.35. I'm leaving. I'm getting ready to cross the street. I look to my right. I see a car like two, three blocks down. It's like, just okay, mental note, there's a car over there. And I look to my left. There's like three or four cars stopped, like letting about eight to 12 people cross the street. So of course, me, natural New Yorker, I walk fast. I'm in front of everybody crossing the street. So I look to my left to say something to my homegirl. And next thing I know, I'm just like on the floor. One of my friends, he's like sitting above me. And he's just like, you're okay, man. You're okay. And I was like, what happened? Then like the EMT moved him out the way. And the EMT was like, you got hit by a car and you broke your leg. And I was like, what? And I went to like move my leg. And then I started screaming. And he was like, yeah, man, you broke your leg. He's like, don't move. And I was like, okay. Then they put me in the ambulance. Then I called Richie. And I was like, hey, man, I'm not going to be in tonight. But he didn't pick up. I left a message. And I called my mom. I was on the phone with her for a little bit. And then the EMT was like, hey, dude, I kind of need you to get off the phone. Like, we got stuff to do here. So I was like, okay. Then they hooked me up to an IV. And he was like, I'm giving you fentanyl. (sighs) Not going to lie. Gets a bad rap. But (laughs) (laughs) a lot of people dead. But it's. Yeah, a lot of people dead. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, after that, it was pretty hazy for a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was in the hospital for two weeks. Broken leg, broken wrist. And that was it. Those were the only two, three bones you broke because you had the femur. The yeah, femur. No, not the femur because that's really bad. That's the one in your thigh. I oh, broke my oops. tibia and my fibia, which that's is both right. the bones in your leg. I broke my tibia in two places. So uh, they had to do like emergency surgery that morning. They like, they cut like a hole or they do an incision in like the top of your knee. And then they put like a titanium rod all the way through your shin. Ooh-wee. Yeah. So I never had to be in a cast. but Oh, you didn't on your leg. No, you didn't. But your no wrist, cast. you did. Yeah, the wrist was in two different ones. Ooh-wee. Yeah, the wrist stopped. It hurts a lot. Well, not even, I mean, the pain was probably the worst here, but the fact, I like, you haven't seen it, but I had, like, a walker that had, like, a platform because I couldn't put pressure on my wrist. So I could get around. It was like, I had a walker right here, and then there was, like, a platform underneath here under my elbow that I could put pressure on. Yeah, it was just, it was so goofy. And wow. after, like, two months when I started feeling better and leaving the house, I was like, this, this sucks. is so dumb. Okay, yeah. so um, the person that hit you, what, what, I know you can't, he, he can't get into too much of it, but it was a person driving for yeah. a ride, ride share situation. Mm-hmm. And so that person, ha, you know, was stopped. And he, yeah, his yeah. car stopped after he hit me because yeah. it did too much damage. The car just shut off. Your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Morgan is not tiny. I destroyed that car. Yeah, he's not a fat guy. He's just a big, he, he was a tight end. Yeah, so I'm a large individual. Yeah, he's not small. In case you can't tell me my voice. It, it sound, it's, it's <laughs> the resonation in the fucking earphones okay here we go so get so now as of today so when the comedy club opened back up you were in still in this COVID time you were back at work i'd been back at work for one week okay exactly one week okay (laughs) and so now you are um just hanging out healing yeah well folks we hope you enjoyed your apps we're going to move on to the entrees after a quick break All right, we're back, and now it's time for the entrees. Okay, now this is a speed round of questions. Feel free to tell stories. You know how this works. Um, First job ever where the government was taking taxes out of your... First job ever. I was 16 years old at the Larchmont Yacht Club in Westchester, New York. So, if I mean, I'm not familiar with yacht culture or yacht club culture, but uh, I will say that, so they had this thing, it was called the Polar Bears, 
where it's like a bunch of people they would take on i think they call them like dinghies or dingies or something like that dinghies, they're like, dinghies yeah they're like small 12 foot like mm-hmm. sailing boats and uh we were the boat handlers so they would pay us like 60 bucks every sunday to come help put these these people put their boats in the water and that was it. That was it. And then we have, usually would have to come back to help them take out, take them out. But we would come back at the time because it'd be Sunday and we'd be watching football and stuff. Oh my god, that's yeah. amazing. Okay, so that was sick. It was like me and six of my friends that I played football with. So fun. Yeah, it was awesome. We would show up there hungover and just like bullshit for fucking <laughs> three, four hours. How on earth did you fit in with a bunch of people with boats yeah, being hungover? I, honestly, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> okay, so that's your first job. What about it? Like, did you feel like that was customer service? Yes and no. If it, I think that's kind of like where I developed a lot of my attitude toward customer service where it's like, <laughs> I don't need this job that badly <laughs> because it, it was definitely customer service because you were dealing with customers, but it also just felt like manual labor. It was okay. like, oh yeah, we'll just get a bunch of the football players to come help us put our boats in the water. And it's like, I, yes, I'm serving you, but I don't care. What, just so you know. Why do you I think- I might not come back here when you're done. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so jealous of people that can master that detachment what do you think that is why do you have that uh growing up as an only child oh shit yeah. you really think that's related a little bit okay because you're just like i can't i don't have to care it's uh it's a little bit of like i don't have to care and like i'm not gonna lower any self-respect i have for myself because you're on one today <laughs> like that has nothing to do with me you need to go figure that out that's amazing. i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing and yeah, i'm out yeah you yeah I, i'm not doing this <laughs> i'm not going back and forth with you because if we do i'm also, I'm an asshole. I should probably mention that. I don't think you are, I'm though. not an asshole, but like, I, I have like that thing in me where it's like I try to be very nice to people because I know the person I used to be and like how quickly I could flip and go back to that and just tell you everything about yourself. <laughs> and that's not nearly a conversation that we need to be having right now in the middle of a comedy show. <laughs> so like, let's, let's just keep it cool. You know what I mean? Have you ever read anybody in the middle of the show? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Wait, give me an example. Uh, I was upstairs once. There was a... I guess, I mean, I was working the show by myself. Ooh, it was, I fucking I say, like, hated that. I know, it was like 75% full. Ugh. And the show was ending early, so now I'm struggling to close people out. So I suppose this couple told me that they wanted to pay on separate cards beforehand. But you know how the show goes. You just forget, especially at the end when you're trying to like run and do stuff. Right. So uh, so I, I run the card, the one that they gave me. I come back, and the guy was like, uh, I was like, oh, man, hey. like I'm just telling him, too, because he's on the stage with the girl. I don't want to embarrass him. I was like, hey, dude, uh, your card got declined. Do you have like another one? And he like looks at me. He goes, we told you we wanted to pay with two cards. And I was like, oh, okay, my bad, dude. Like, I'm sorry. And then like I come back. And you're still trying to keep it cool. You're not yeah, yeah. being I'm, a dick. There's still a show going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not okay. trying to do the whole thing. So then I come back. They give me another card. I come back. I ran both of them. I handed both. I was like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry about that. And the guy looked at me. He was like, fucking asshole. <gasps> yeah. Morgan. Yeah. So like I'm taken back for like half a second. And I like stopped. And I, I like knelt down. And I got in his ear. I was like, let me tell you something. I was like, if you ever in your fucking life think you could talk to me like that again, I will beat the living shit out of you. You said that? Yeah. Good for yeah, you. Very, very, very whispery. And what did he say back? Then he asked me my name. And, and you I told, told him and I was Renee t- Lancaster. No, you did I not. Did you really? Yeah. Without a doubt. <laughs> Renee is the yes. nicest, most fucking. He's quiet. Yeah. He's a, he's a comic, but he is not. I, a I'm dick. not Renee Lake. We look nothing alike. Yeah. You guys couldn't be more polar opposite. Yeah. Did he write it down? No, he left and yeah, he got out of there pretty quickly. I think it was the embarrassment of getting his, his card getting declined, and also like this guy might beat the shit out of me. I mean, I've never had a server tell me that before. I <laughs> bet he has it. See, that's the thing is like I don't. I've, I've derailed from the questions. We'll get back there, folks. Don't get mad. But I, I had a situation where a girl tried to push me down the stairs and call me a bitch and like got in my face and security had to get involved, and I just said nothing and didn't respond. But I kept thinking I was like, what could I have said? And in that situation, I'm like, I should have said the same thing back to her. But I don't know, like. I don't know. My immediate response is to just cower and be like, okay, you can just say what you want, but they can't. No, and they do. No, 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 no. You, you're uh, you're, you're a person once you clock out. Yeah. Right. And yeah. And also like if you, to me, if like, I don't say anything back to you, it's like, I'm not going home with all that awkwardness and like, not trauma, but you know what I mean? Sure. That feeling of just like, oh man, I wish I had this to that person. I, I should I, have to take this shit. Da, da, da. Yeah. Just don't take it. Yeah. That's, I'm not going to. Yeah, that incident happened three years ago and I still yeah. bring it up. So or it's like, or, I mean, my previous job before there, like even if people were getting crazy with me, like I'd be like, I'm just going to get the manager because I'm, I'm not doing this with you. So you would just straight up, you're like, no, yeah. I'm, yeah, just I, not. I'm just I'm not doing it. I refuse to go back and forth with people, I with strangers. I, I mean, right? Like, yeah. but, So what would management at any job you've had always have your back when you were just like, I'm just Oh no, so gonna- my previous job, they never had my back, but I'm just not going to like waste this energy with you. Right. 
So you just after I, after I realize a person's not dealing with like logic or sense because that's all the thing. Like I I don't take any shit, but like I I feel like I extend so much courtesy to you. Like okay, how could you possibly be looking at this situation like this and this is your reaction to whatever I'm doing? Nah, nah. And if it just comes to a place where I'm just like, well, there's no logic here. Like this, this is a you thing. I'm not dealing. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not doing. It. I'm here to serve you drinks, not be your therapist. Like, you got to figure that shit out. Now I've I've heard that with only children though, there's a tendency to be selfish. Do you think? Because you're saying being an only child serves your ability to be good at boundaries. Do you think it makes you selfish? I think that's. Uh, I think boundaries. It's it's kind of being selfish in a sense because like I'm not sharing my energy with you. Mm. I'm not going to let you like do anything to fuck with this. Especially mm. if I'm in a good mood. If I'm in a bad mood, then like, yeah, let's have it out. I'm looking for an excuse to yell at somebody anyway. Let's dance. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like we could, yeah, I we could do this all night. But if I'm in a good mood, no, dude, I'm not. Yeah, you're not, not doing it. Me on my road. Hell no. Okay. I have to care about you <laughs> to let you upset me. See, I need to get. Oh, I need to get good at that, and I am just not. Okay. How many customer service jobs have you had total? So we have the Larchmont Yacht Club and Taylor. Yes. Um, we know about the Comedy Club. Saddle Ranch. Um. Okay. What else? Uh, Rock and Brews down in Redondo Beach. What the fuck were you doing working in Redondo? That's so Making far away. Yeah, not yeah. knowing. Yeah, not doing something stupid when I was like 24. Was that your first job when you got out here? No, my first job was at Sal Ranch when I got here. But when I started working at Sal Ranch, I was only working security. I didn't start <sighs> serving there for until like three, four years in. So I started working there first. Then through someone I met there, I guess this is a service job too. I started working at a dispensary. I started managing that. And then that dispensary got shut down. So then me and my buddy, we put some money together. We started an edible company and opened up another dispensary downtown. So yeah, those are definitely two service shops. Yeah. Yeah. And then but I always kept the job at Salad Ranch because I was like, I mean, in case this doesn't start going well, I could just go there and just ask for more hours because I've been there for so long. And then after I, after I got out of that, then I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to surf here full time. And then I was depressed for like four years while doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I was Why like, hey, I think it's time for a change. This is great. <laughs> okay. And so then the comedy store that happened after that. So we're at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I've got seven jobs. Was the comedy store your last customer service job before all the pandemic yeah. and everything? Okay. So you've had seven customer service jobs according to this. Yeah, I'm because I worked at a law firm for a little bit in college, but that wasn't customer service. Okay, that was yeah. debt collections. I was I, I was not serving anybody. Ooh, yeah, I was ooh, just calling ooh, people ooh, and annoying the hell out of them. Ooh, ooh, that's rough though. But you are interacting with customers. Yeah, I mean, I would get. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, sure. Debt customers collect? at Amex. <laughs> Bless. Okay, wait. So um, after the Larchmont Yacht Club, though, you when you were playing uh, col- uh, football in college. Did that mean you couldn't work during the four years? So, so no. One of the so when I was working at the law firm. That during was college. I think that was during my junior year of college. How were you able to play sports and work? I there was no school. None. Yeah, I mean, what was my schedule like? Monday through Friday, I had to be up at six a.m. So I set my schedule up so I didn't have class Tuesday or Thursday. Nice. So that's how I would take the ferry over to the city after like workouts and just go work like a full day, Wait. then come home. Do you just do better when you're busy? Like, what, what was the... Back then. Oh, but actually, yeah. I think, yeah, I do do better when I'm on a schedule. Yeah, I kind of do. That's part of why the pandemic was so hard. It's just like, I have nothing to do all day. I'm going crazy. Yeah, that's just why sitting you're, here talking to my dog. And that's why you're in entertainment now. And yep. I have 67 podcasts. That's good. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so I'm counting. So one... T- I put debt collection on here because I feel like... I know it's a law firm, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I've got eight jobs. Yeah. That's sound right? Okay. Uh, which was your favorite? And you don't have to say the comedy store. No, I am. That's one hundred percent my favorite. Yeah, why? I hate all those other places. Wait, why? Do well, you actually, love- no. Uh, come, yeah, definitely my favorite is the club. But I would say because when we owned the dispensary downtown, a lot of times it would just be me by myself all day, Oof. and I'd be like, "Oh, this is sick." No, I love that. I that's <laughs> only the child solitude. Yeah, dude, just sitting there listening to podcasts and music, getting high, like waiting like three or four people to come an hour it was sick. How were you able to make rent? With that, yeah, it's really easy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you got a lot of cash. Okay. Are yeah, you I was to- making a good amount of money. Plus, we had like Edible Company too that was featured in like Vice. They did like a thing with us on like CBS. Like, yeah, money was really good back then. Why did you stop doing that? Me and my partner were going separate ways. Oh, really? Yeah, he wanted to get more into like concentrates, and I was like, I don't know if I want to do this the rest of my life. I don't really have a passion for this at all. Yeah, and you kind of need that. Yeah. Does he still work in that? I haven't talked to him in a while. Oh, really? Two, two, three years. Yeah. I mean, not because there's any bad blood. Just people just grow apart. Turns out that happens. Very matter of fact. Okay. So you, so the Saddle Ranch, you kept the whole time during the dispensary, right? Saddle Ranch. Yeah. I kept 
from when I moved here until I started working at the, the club. Yeah. Okay. So then before you worked at the club, did you, you said you were depressed for four years. Was yeah. it because it was customer service? No, it's because they treat you like shit. It's a ranch. Are and you was, able to talk yeah, about it openly? I don't give a shit. Okay. Yeah. And I was working six days a week. Uh, the hours they had me working on the weekend were insane. I was getting off, like I would get off Friday, get hammered and have to be at there like 1030 in the morning. You were doing I, clopins? Yeah. Oh no. I would open, yeah, that's why like me and Vinny are so close. Me, Vinny, and Jasmine. Because you guys would do that all the we time. We would go f- to war every weekend. <laughs> like I, you were dealing with like uh, shitty brunch people every, every single weekend. weekend for like. I mean, there were a couple times me and Vinny. I would get there at ten thirty. He would get there at eleven thirty. I would get off at like eight. He would get off at like nine, and then we'd both just be sitting there, just like this. This fucking sucks. Sucks. <laughs> this is terrible. And he's another one that doesn't want to be in entertainment. So what was the value of working that hard? Was it you weren't making enough to survive if you didn't work that uh, hard? Stockholm syndrome. Ah, uh, yeah. word, word. Yeah. And that's real there, huh? Yeah, and it's just like you uh, you don't really have time to go look for another job. Because they're killing you with yeah. it. I, I, and they make you feel so bad if you like call out and shit, but I eventually got over that. I was like, I'm just I not have doing a it today. life, yeah. So did you, you worked six days a week until the very end? Uh, yeah, until I got a job at the club. And then I was like, you guys didn't have me for these two days. And I remember it was like one Saturday. I was there from like 1030 to like, I want to say like 11. And my boss was like, I'll buy you a steak. And I was like, I don't want shit from you. Yeah. I will, I'm leaving. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. Well, and then the next day I put in my two weeks. There was a period of time where you were doing Saddle Ranch and the club. And yeah. I remember like the days that you would come in for like a Sunday night shift and you had worked football brunch yeah. and you were just like, your eyes were crossed. Like, yeah. I don't know how you did that. You God, did I was in such good shape then. I bet you were. <laughs> just on my feet all day. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Um, okay, so what's your least favorite of all those jobs? I think we already know, but yes, yeah, right. So yeah. when you say they treated you like shit, what does that mean? Uh, so how do I want you just like everything has to be perfect, and if it's not, it's one hundred percent your fault. And they ask so much of you, so like there'd be like days where I'd be like, I, I would be greeting people at the host stand that I would seat them right just because wherever the host is doing whatever. But I'd been there for a while; they knew I knew what I was doing, so it's like, well, you could help out, right? Everything's supposed to be a team player. Exactly. So I would greet people at the host stand. I would seat them. They might not be in my section. Then the, like the manager would be like, hey, can you just go get them started? And it's like, yeah, sure, but I got this other shit to deal with. Da, da, da. They're like, yeah, but you could you could do this right now. And I was like, yeah, fine. So I go greet them. Then I would go to like one of my tables, put in like a round of mimosas. The bartender would be busy doing something else for somebody else. So now I'm making my own drinks. And it's just like, I'm, but it's on a constant loop for no. like nine hours. No, yeah. no. I would have lost my fucking mind. Yeah, I did lose my mind. I was very, very upset. <laughs> so wait, why did it take so long to quit? You said Stockholm Syndrome, just you got used to it being bad? Yeah, I got used to it being bad. And it's like, you, you just get into like a groove, just like, all right, well, this is what I do today. Like, you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is my schedule. This is why I have to show up. This is why I have to be here. Like, I'm gonna, like, yeah, for a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome too. Because there is one manager that is everyone's cool with. Mm. But then once you realize he's just a cog in the machine to make you guys not complain that much, he's the one that you could talk to. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I've never seen so many people crying that were on the clock. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Insane. Wait, just because of management or because like the customers were allowed to treat you? Management, customers, high volume. It's crazy there. It's Yeah, it's just just not fun. So for non- I take that back. It is fun because if I'm like, wherever I'm going to be at, I'm trying to make it be a fun environment. Sure, Sure, you do do that. it it sucked. (laughs) But I, for anyone who's not been to L.A. or hasn't seen um, a handful of shows, including Sex and the City, the one where Miranda rips her shirt off and she's on a fucking a mechanical bull, it was shot at the saddle ranch that he is referring to on yeah. Sunset. And it's one of those touristy, trappy, like there's karaoke there and there's, like I said, the mechanical bull and there's, you know, drinks that come in a big ass glass. And there's like, oh, dude, you know, during the pandemic, it became like uh, the number one spot for TikTok shut up swear to god wait why i don't know because you get in there when you're 18 oh you can yeah. and they were open yeah oh yeah oh i bet some stuff so when happened. they were doing shows uh outside the original room that were like facing the street there you there would be a line all the way down there for people waiting to go to saddle ranch are you shitting i swear me. to god i remember one night jamar was just telling me he's like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> <laughs> why are you waiting a line three blocks to go to fucking saddle ranch and they would insane do it. Wow, they must have cleaned up during that time. Yeah, I'm sure they did. How were they able to keep employees, though? If it's that toxic, who stays oh, there? Oh, because there's new people moving to L.A. every day that every want to be day. actors and actresses. Yeah. And that's where you go. I will say that. I worked with some really, really cool people. That yeah. went on to have careers? Yeah. Actually, one girl I worked with, she's on a CW show. Oh, fuck. It's the one with the black superheroes. 
I forget Ooh, the name I of it. I should know the name of that too. I don't. I don't no, you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that episode. The CW yeah. is not my, yeah. it's not my. No, me neither. The, it's no yeah. ones. Okay. I don't know who watches the shows. <laughs> but yeah, they got like four seasons, so good for her. I mean, I know there's a couple other people, but like, but no people one, like did, super duper big. But people did well yeah. that were trying to. Well, I mean, it's just such a high turnover there. Eventually, you're going to run into some people that, that have careers. <laughs> Somebody, statistically yeah. speaking. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've been asked to do whilst on the clock? Ah. <sighs> uh, you can be as vague or specific as you want. We've gotten some No, I mean, I've, I've been prepositioned for like weird tech shit with like couples and stuff. I, I have a story about a friend, but I'm not going to get into it because it's not my story. But Oh, could you without names? Yeah, sure. Okay. This is when I was working at Sour Ranch. Me and he's like one of my best friends too. We got into like a bit of, not really a serious argument. We're just like fucking around with each other. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not taking your shit today. So then our boss sends him home for the day and he's like all right whatever okay he's like he's like i don't give a shit he's like i met this couple he's like i'm just gonna go party with them at the standard so i was like all right whatever dude this was at like 12 o'clock so eventually i get off at like six we're all at the bar down the street like having a drink he just shows up out of nowhere shit faced and i was like where have you been and he's like it's crazy he's like there's a couple in there and then there's this other dude and like all these other people and like characters he's just telling us about and I was like you need to wash your hands before, before, you, <laughs> before you touch me anything yeah <laughs> my god and secondly like I, maybe you should get out of there and he was like fuck that I'm going back so he leaves for like another hour two of our other friends go over there and they're like it's wilder than he said they're like there's this other guy that kind of looks like him everyone's naked they're like it's really really weird it's like yeah shit like that people would proposition you for stuff like that all the time why do you think specifically at Saddle Ranch and at the club like why do you or is it just you do you have that vibe do you get propositioned I mean I'm not not to put you on the spot but uh, uh, sex with couples a lot yeah no, it's only happened a couple times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why do you think it happens at those two particular spots? I think people, I think the energy that I have is that people uh, feel very comfortable around yeah. me. That's like fair. as soon as they like meet me or mm-hmm. I start talking. Yeah. It's like they don't even know. I usually don't like them that much. But. That, maybe that makes people feel safe. I like, I wonder what that is because you do have that, but you also are not the dude that gets riled up. Yeah. And that is safe in chaos. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So you, so that's the weirdest thing. I'm trying to think. I know there's some other weird ones. That, I mean, when I was working security, I used to see fights all the time. Like in the streets? No, in the streets, like at Saddle Ranch, actually. So, so like drugs or like, I mean, I know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, all see, time. that doesn't even feel weird to me, though, because everywhere I go, people are assuming that I have weed on me. So why do you think that is? Because I'm black with dreadlocks and 6'3 and usually pretty high. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of like a safe assumption. I don't get mad at that. You don't? No, not really. See, I would assume funny. I had weed, too. <laughs> if I was like, yeah. If I was like somewhere and I was like, hmm, who has we- the guy that smells like it and looks like he smokes a lot, I'd probably also ask him. I guess in my frame, in, in my own brain, I'm like, I can't imagine just. It's very rude. Yeah. 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 Like, I can't imagine going to a stranger, but also it's a pretty risky to just yeah. be like, because I don't know your background. No. Like, yeah. I don't know what job you have. And I could be like, yo, can you hook me up? And you could be like, mm, I can arrest you. Yeah. <laughs> like- well, I think people are there pretty. They're safe in their assumption I'm not a police officer. <laughs> you could be undercover. It could be no, a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nothing I do is undercover. Fair enough. You're not small. Um, so you, b- b- drugs don't strike you as weird. So does that happen all the time? Yeah, drugs for sure all the time. Okay. But it's and also like for me, it's, it's like, this is Los Angeles. Like, just go to the store. Yeah. Yeah, like if you want weed. There's like a hundred yeah. options for you. I'll be honest though. Uh, I actually met a really, really good friend he Australian dude he was asking me for something that wasn't weed mm. they love to the party yeah they do so I was like yeah I could call a guy because these, these guys were cool so I was like I called the guy uh, after I got off we wound up going out like partying that night this guy wound up he owns like three car dealerships in like Sydney holy shit yeah he comes into town like once a year now like and sometimes it'll be like him and his wife yeah we like we always just have like a good time like nice dinner and stuff I actually made a friend oh that's so cool. yeah I'm not mad at that one at all <laughs> drugs bring people yeah, together yeah for sure um, have you? So when you said you you saw fights with security, did oh, did you dude. ever have to break them up? <laughs> yeah, I ain't doing that shit. You wouldn't. No, I'm not getting paid to fucking get my face fucked up. But Patrick said the same thing. But yeah. but isn't that the role of security? No, you're supposed to protect the staff and other customers. Okay, so I assume- these two guys are. I mean, look, there's a like, way to break up a fight without really getting involved. Sure. How's that? You kind of just like get in between them. It's like, hey guys, like, what what, what are we doing here? <laughs> a lot of it's prevention too. Once Fair you enough. see people like getting riled up, it's like, don't do this. Don't. This not is here. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to have to fuck either one of you up. Like, I'm having a good time enjoying myself tonight. Like, please stop. Did you ever have to call the cops for a fight? Oh yeah. Really? So my first time working at Tower, right? My first year, probably like with yeah, within my first like three four months, uh, <laughs> there was this huge birthday party. They were coming from somewhere in South Central. 
They took a party bus, but everyone got off the bus wearing red and blue. Oh, boy. So I was like, I, oh, okay. Boy. I was, yeah, interesting. Sure, that's a decision. <laughs> maybe we're yeah, making a I statement. I, maybe I would have checked the guest list a little bit more, <laughs> but like, that's what you want to do. Always wear just yeah. white. They get there, and uh, I think it was like a 30 or 40 person party. So we weren't set up for it yet, so they had to wait like a half hour. Okay. Within 15 minutes, they were fighting with each uh, other outside. But of course. Yeah. Of course. When we're they... on the radio, my manager's like breaking up. I was like, I'm not fucking breaking this up. Are you kidding me? So how did they not fire you for having said like that was because that's a direct order? Yeah. What would you like? You were just like, no, I'm not gonna. No, you just don't say anything. You just you you never say no, but it's just like okay. (laughs) I'm on it. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) I'll be right there. I'm yeah. I'm not fucking Superman, dude. Right. And also, these people came here together and they're fighting each other. Like they don't give a shit about me. No. And I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna take two hits to the face just because they're mad at each other. I remember when Curtis first started working over at Sour Ranch because that's how we met. I had been there the longest, so like people were like fighting. And he was like, are we like, what, should we break this up? I was like, dude, this place is not going to take care of you if you get hurt. I was like, you have a family to go home to. Fair I was enough. like, that's insane. Yeah. I was like, especially because like one of our managers just like being real yappy and like talking shit to one of the guys I was fighting. You don't and I was like, fuck. yeah, you're going to get your ass whooped. Yeah. I'm not going to stop him. No You way. are inviting this. Yeah. You're, because you're, you're trying to be tough right now. Yeah. Yeah. And you like, are a little man. What's the oh, that that would make sense. Yeah. So Curtis was like, should we, should, we, should we? I was like, hell no, dude. And he needs to learn a lesson. And so would you ever have to call? So you'd call the cops. Would the fights... Like, I'll the call people, the cops quick. Yeah. And would people leave before the cops would get there? I mean, usually a lot of times, no. Oh, I'm trying to think. Sometimes they would. It would be like, all right, just get the fuck out of here. But like, if there's damage being done to the property or like people's cars and stuff, then you got to like restrain them sure. for a while. Um, and did Which you ever, is pretty easy because people, they get tired after fighting for 30 seconds. People think that they can really hang. No, and no. Fighting is hard Absolutely, as hard. fuck. Yeah. Okay, so did you ever see anything that scared you where you were like, ooh, this is probably somebody strapped or this is going to escalate? Yeah, or? I definitely... But, I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> you have a gun. You're in charge now. You know what I mean? Yeah, you like, just like hands up. I literally do not give a fuck about this building. <laughs> you want At the all. safe? Yeah. I'll, I'll open yeah. the safe. What yeah. do you need? <laughs> the craziest thing I could think of, though, it was... This is like maybe four or five years ago when everyone was getting the fake credit cards and then... You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. When people, like, they get, like, a credit card. So they'll steal someone's credit card number, and then they'll put it on, like, a different card that has their information on it, but still the same credit card number. But then when you swipe it, like, an alert will pop up, and it'll be like, this card was stolen. Like, please call the authorities. Ooh. Yeah, so we had one guy, and that happened to him. Usually when you tell people that, like, hey, the card didn't go through, there's a problem, and they know that they're doing something fucked up, they, they get the fuck leave. out of there. Yeah. yeah. This guy, he stayed, like, argue with people, and then we kind of had to, like, corner him and wait till the cops come, but you could just see the look of fear on his face like, fuck, I am, I'm caught for this. Oh. And he's just trying to get the card back and leave, and nah, we, we weren't letting him. Now, why would he want the card back? Because his real information I was on so. it? I think so, something like that, or they could just track it back to him or something. I, I don't know why he really wanted the card back, because I'm not in that world. <laughs> yeah, that's... You're like, I mean, I'm, I'm in yeah, some worlds, yeah, but that's I, not I know you're doing something illegal and you're going to get in trouble for this right now, but, but I don't know the logistics of it. Yeah, that's that strikes but me that as... real time, seeing that fear in that person's oh. face, like, I'm fucked. That's yeah, tough. Yeah, that's crazy. Bless. Yeah. Okay, this is some weird... Yeah, I feel like everybody who's worked security has stories that, like, I, I just wouldn't even be able to wrap my mind But most of the time, it's so easy to break up a fight because, like, I would always do this when you see, like, two guys, like, getting angry at each other and starting. I was like, bro, none of the girls here are into this. None of them. There are so many pretty women here, and you're about to fight somebody. Yeah, like that's insane. And no girl, well, yeah. any sane girl isn't going to look at that and be like, a oh, "Hero, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. yeah, no way." Bro, she- you're, you're fighting over a space at a bar. <sighs> like, what are we doing? What are we? What are we actually? And usually, doing? like a lot of times, like that really works. Guys, are just like, "Oh shit, you're, what am I doing?" This and that, is crazy. And you would just say straight up, "What are yeah. we doing?" And then it would. I'm like, play. dude, there's so many hot girls where you're about to fight this guy. Like, what are you doing? This and then it's like, "Oh shit, oh shit, you're, what yeah, did I do?" Yes, there are a lot of attractive women here. This is insane. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Did you like doing security? No, I hated it. So how long did you last doing that? Like I said, it was like strong for like a year and a half, and then I went down to like one shift a week. But then you just fully transitioned into serving, or that was when the dispensary was happening? That's when the dispensary was happening, yeah. Oh, okay. So I was only there like once a week for like a year and a half. Strictly as security? Yeah. Then I came back. And that's when you were like, I'm serving. Yeah, I was like, I want to host and serve. And they were like, okay. So I started doing shifts doing that. Then I left for three months to go to Seattle because I was working production on a reality show. Mm Mm-hmm. But for for this dude who... And the dude who does it again, like he's aggressively not in entertainment and not pursuing it, but he was. Yeah, I'm not going to turn down money. Right. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I had a chance to go live in Seattle for three right. months. Right. Might as well. The winter. That was awesome. Mm-hmm, I bet. <laughs> it's very cold, but oh, that's cool. I like that. Scene. No, I love 
Seattle, actually. Yeah. Shout out to all my friends there. Okay, so what's an incident that made them ask to speak with a manager when dealing with you, whether at, at the comedy club or like anywhere you've worked? Do you have an incident? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one, I was working this party. It was like a birthday party in like the middle of the afternoon. And uh, one of the older ladies in the party, she touched me. Ooh. And I was like, can you please not touch me? <laughs> and she was like, you don't want to be touched. And I was like, no, no I don't want to be touched. She's like, who doesn't like being touched? I was like, I don't like being touched. And she was like, you have to find a new job. I was like, no, I don't. You just don't have to touch me. And then she like insinuated that I was gay. Okay. And I was like, okay. Cool. Like, so now what? we're being homophobic. Yeah. That's and, and, great. And here we go. Straight to Morgan. I'm not doing this. I'll get the manager for you. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, manager's yeah. super gay. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I was like, like I, for, I'm for sure not doing this now. <laughs> it's like, hey, she's saying crazy stuff. You can go talk to her. So I don't think they asked. I mean, it was eventually they're going to ask to get the manager. But I was like, let me do it for you. Yeah, you got yeah, the manager. Yeah, because I'm not about to do this. And that's normally, is that normally your go? Is like, you won't even let them get to a place where they need to ask for the manager because you'll just go ahead and get the manager? That Oh, yeah, no. Someone else asked for the manager. This was, it was Jody's going away party, actually. Mm. I was working a show upstairs. It was Crazy Woke Asians. I think that was the name of the show. Oh, boy. So, I mean, I'm getting everyone's card, like, taking orders in the gang. Once again, upstairs by myself. I fucking hate it. I hated it. Insane. But you never seemed frazzled. I I was that night. Oh, my God. And was uh, it sold out? It probably was. Yeah. So, these two ladies, when I come over to take their order, they were, like, talking to each other very chummy. So, I asked for a card for between them. So I ran the car toward the end of the show because I'm just up there busting my ass running around like crazy Killing for an yourself, hour and a half. Which isn't worth it. So then the one lady, she's like, we're not together. And I was like, oh, my bad. I was like, have the other card. She gave it to me that I ran it. And then when I come back to drop it off, she wants to like give me a lecture about how I was racist for assuming that they were together. Fuck like, off. Like da da da. Asked to see a manager. So I was like, yo, Curtis, I'm not doing this wrong. <laughs> I actually don't have time. <laughs> so. Also, if you were the one Asian person that was racist to in this whole audience full of Asian people. <laughs> well done, yeah, me. Yeah, might be you. I don't know. <laughs> Just maybe. So I want to like grab like, can we take a poll real quick? Does anyone else think I'm racist toward Asian people? No? Please. Okay, cool. Ma- cool. Ma'am. Might be how you see yeah. the world, you woke human. No, it was like a couple days after Valentine's Day, though, and she was like alone, and yeah, uh-huh. I felt bad for her afterwards. Lucky, like, look, see, but you say you're not a feeler. Okay, well, that's feeling something. For well, someone. I mean, I'm going to tell you you're crazy first. But then, like, <laughs> after I'll put everything together, reflectively, I'll be like, yeah, okay. That was probably I get it. Yeah. shitty. Yeah, okay. you, you're probably having a rough go of it. A bit. If you so, want to yell at me now, call me racist. Yeah, it was wild. How would you, this is, we'll get back to the regular questions in it's a second. Like you weren't even like a white lady, you know I mean? I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah, kind of racist toward them, but you know? Like, we yeah. do that all the time, though. You should be kind of racist yeah, towards us. Yeah. This Asian woman, no, I have no beef with you. We're good. <laughs> We're good. We have a great history. What is the, like, why would you get put up there by yourself a lot? Because I would, there were, so, the, the number of times I cried, it was almost always related I think to being that up there night, I think it's because Jody knows I was going to light his ass up because he was having a roast for his going away That's party. right. No, and I definitely. I, I, yeah, it was just, he was checked out. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Sunday night, I don't give a shit. Yeah, that was true. Yeah. And that was 100% true towards the end. God love him. Yeah. Uh, okay. So were you, ever, have you ever been afraid, not security, but like afraid working at the club? Afraid? No. Not really. Plus, I mean, I don't really approach my life with much fear. Mm, yeah. But it's also like, if this is how I'm going to go out, so be it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm pretty much at peace with it. I mean, like, after a month when I was working there, I was like, if I'm still here doing the same thing in 10 years, I think I'll be all right with that. Really? Yeah. Like, you felt... I was like, my bills are paid. I'm pretty fucking happy. Wow. I get really? to go to a place I really, really enjoy every single night. Wow. Like, I, I, yeah, I really wouldn't mind. I think my brain was broken there because everybody I talked to was like, I love it there. Yeah. It was the most fun. And I was like... Wow, I was I was struggle busting it most yeah, you, of the time. You there. care too much. Care too much. <laughs> Way too much. It's got to change. Which is great for everything else in life, <laughs> but yeah. not for that yeah, job. No, it sank me. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so it's bad. Like you're out here caring, dude. Like, like what, what? Who's what? doing that? Why? It's a waste. It's most like Karen here. <laughs> 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 What's going on? He's not saying Karen. No, no, to care, be clear. Care, yeah. Okay, so what was the last straw? And I know um, with Saddle Ranch, it was just like being over it. But like, was there a, a a moment in any of these jobs where you were like, "Fuck this noise! I'm so out. I can't even see straight. Like, I'm not even giving two weeks. I'm out, out, out." I could take you through a couple of them. And yeah. Taylor, they had taught me because I was just working in like the back stocking shit. Okay, and they had spent like. Just no, you don't do it like this, do it this way. And then like it was one night where I did it the way that they wanted me to. Or the way that the way that yeah, the way they wanted me to. And then she came in, she was like, Actually, your way was better. It's like you should you want you mind redoing it? And I was like, oh, I'm out of here, dog. No. I got shit to do. No. Like, Friday night, this is Ann Taylor. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Why how'd you get hooked up with Ann Taylor? 
my mom. Oh, okay. And what was the second? I was one? never be caught that, dead in the Yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, that's not even uh, the nonprofit. That wasn't really. Uh, that was more of a. It's time to leave New York and go do something different. Because mm. like, I still like all those people. But was, was there? Just, you said you had two incidents. Oh, uh, Saddle Ranch. I remember the day I called Curtis. It was July 4th. I was working like a brunch shift. All these girls had like ganged up on me about something. But yeah, it was something so ridiculous and childish. And that's why I was like, oh, dude, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> I absolutely know what I'm calling this episode. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, 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 what are we doing here? Like, I'm not getting yelled at by this woman. Like, You're, she's an idiot. Like, what? <laughs> And the manager has to agree. Like, no, 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 no. We're no. out of here. Yeah, we're, we're done. With I was it. like, I've done two of this way too long. Yeah. Okay. And do you miss any aspects of it? A salary? Yeah. No. Do you miss any aspects of any of the previous jobs you've had? Yeah, dispensary. Like, there, there were certain perks that were working there. <laughs> Getting high and listening to yeah, podcasts yeah. all day. It's pretty yeah. great. Working for yourself. It's like doing the same thing I do now yeah. <laughs> during the day. Not except that, that I was different. getting paid for it. Yeah, that was pretty tight. <laughs> pretty great. Okay. Yeah. Plus, I had some equity in it, so that was tight. Yeah. I, okay. I miss that a lot. Have you ever told a customer to fuck off? Mm, or maybe in not so many words yeah for sure i think i tell a lot of customers to fuck off. i think you tell a lot of people too but you do it in such a subtle way yeah. that you i don't think people know it's that like you're being you could, me. you could say the words without saying the words 100 where it's like and then it hits them like a second later but you're already gone it's like he just told me to fuck off kind of tell me like, yeah, yeah i did do yeah, it for sure do it to me right now tell me to fuck off without telling me to fuck off see like a lot of times it'll just be like kind of like a look or just like the way you say something like <laughs> ask me for something uh can i get in yeah, yeah, yeah sure <laughs> out of here don't even let you finish yeah I'll be right back I'll be right back I'm never coming back if I ever tell him to be right back I'm serving I'm never coming back did you ever work that Thursday show that I don't want to say the name of that yeah 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 you did? yeah I have did you have yeah. bad experiences there or were they no because cool I don't care you're, yeah. oh, so. <laughs> got it and I remember someone told me it was like oh yeah you work this show like you don't really have to do the t- sick like, I'll Great. just kick it till the end. Yeah. Watch you me ride this shit? I don't want to do shit. Cool. We good? I'm going to go smoke a joint with Frank out back. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you do you have any regrets from any way you handled a situation in security or handled a customer or something that you went back and looked at and you were like, shit, I should have done that differently? Yeah, probably. But uh, none of it weighs on, on my psyche that much. Because again, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. Morgan don't care. Yeah. It's just, okay. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to say definitely sure without a doubt there are situations I could have handled differently, but yeah. <laughs> Do I go back? No. You don't uh, think about it twice. No, either. I think about like conversations I've had with people who I care about like yeah. three years ago. You know what I mean? That way I'm like, oh, I should have said this instead of that. But like when I'm at work, absolutely not. Not at all. No. Okay. How many? I get my job back after this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do a warning at the top. <laughs> hey, if you're currently employed at the store, please don't listen to this episode. All right. How many bodily fluids have been on your person whilst you were on the clock? Oh, man. That's... You ever been barfed on, bled on? Uh, uh, yeah, I want to say yes to both. Yeah, because in security, I'm yeah, certain... Yeah, for sure. I'm barfed on, without a doubt. Yeah. Bled on, without a doubt. Yeah. 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 The, <laughs> <laughs> We'll this, go with those two. Okay. Yeah. We'll just keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, the smell of barf must not bother you that much then. If you can't. Nah, not really. Really? I mean, it does, but it's just like, I don't know. You just, again. It's like when you smell like stinky garbage. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, oh there's that. It's there's not, that doesn't cause like a gag reflux. Or oh, anything. see, it does for me. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Do you tip? Yeah, of course. How much? Uh, usually 20%. Okay. I mean, I'll tip regardless, even if you're shitty. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, you won't get the 20%, but it's like... the. <laughs> This is going to sound crazy. The only way where it won't be 20% is if you're giving me a lot of attitude, which is something I tend to do. <laughs> so it's like you would think real recognizes real, but no, not at all. When you're serving <laughs> Because I think I'm hug. super special when I walk into a restaurant. <laughs> and how dare you not give a fuck about me? When you're getting served your own karma, you're like, fuck. Yeah, I was like, this, this is not good. This, this is what I do. This is it. <laughs> No, I'm not giving you any money. This is crazy. It's a bad look. How do I make any money? You were doing a terrible job of making me feel bad. Uh, why would I? No. <laughs> but so you'll never not tip, though. No, never not tip. Really? No, no. What if someone is like straight up disrespectful? You gotta like call me the n-word for me not to tip you. You know what I mean? She, have you, you know? No, because either. even if you're disrespectful, if it's like funny, like I can appreciate that too. So, but it's funny like, isn't exactly disrespectful because it's like true. it's a That's joke. True. I'm trying to know. think. Yeah, I'm pretty chill diner. Wow. Because I don't like I re- also I'm like very direct about like what I need when I need it. Yeah, sure. So it's like you. Yeah, you have to be like going out of your way. And I just also I'm like very forgiving. I understand when people forget shit. I know you're busy. I've been there before. You, so it's like yeah, I'm not going to screw you. This is how you make your living. Yeah. And you also don't you don't I don't think you clock the little shit. And that's my also my problem is that I clock 
all the shit. Yeah. And it's like, I no. got to let some stuff just not be clocked yeah. because it's ruining me. All right. Also, good. I'm like the worst too, because like if let's say you bring me ranch, I ask for blue cheese. You'll just eat the ranch. No, I'll ask you once. Then if you don't, I'll just ask whoever. <laughs> my, yeah, like I, <laughs> I just really need some blue cheese. Yeah, that's why I just need the blue cheese. Like, I don't care it. who gives it to me, how long it takes. Just please bring it Someone to bring me, me yeah, some blue just, cheese. I need blue cheese. That's crazy because most people say ranch. Is blue cheese your go-to? Yeah, of course. Uh, ranch yeah. is gross. Yeah. Ranch is for gross people. Okay. Have you ever been stiffed? Yeah, of course. Now, in what context? So, at Saddle Ranch, there's no, uh, there's like, this you know, is crazy. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Yeah. No I mean, I don't even, I'm trying to say it, but I can't. Like, there's no, like, uh, they autograph. don't add, yeah, autograph. There's no auto gratuity. Ugh. So, I've had, like, parties where the bill would be like 500 bucks and they leave me nothing. <laughs> Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. At that point, like, I'm ready to leave. Like, no, you got to stay for four more hours. I was like, you guys are out of your fucking mind. I'm about to have an issue here. <laughs> 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 I'm about to get myself fired. Wait, $500 note. No. Yeah, it'll be like 500 bucks. I have to run like eight different cards. Jesus. Yeah. Why do you think they don't have autograd? So they can keep getting the shitty people that like to go there to come in. Oh, because it's yeah. a selling point to customers. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it sucks. And, and uh, ugh. oh, I have so yeah. many opinions about that. Yeah, it's so, terrible. Would you get stiffed at the store ever? Uh, it's happened before, but like, whatever. You didn't, get, but consistently you didn't get stiffed there, right? No, I got stiffed more than you think. Yeah, this strategy doesn't know he's up. <laughs> <laughs> I know this be the most lucrative, but <laughs> I'll be damned if I'm going to go on my way to get stiffed anyway. The thing is, though, those people are going to stiff you anyway. You know That's what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. I wish people So knew it's just that. like, I'm like... If you're cool and I recognize you're cool, like, yeah, I'll give you a little bit more extra attention. Yeah. If you're, like, being a dick and trying to, like, go about... Well, now I already think you're going to stiff me. Yeah. Because you come in here being disrespectful. So it's like, I'm definitely not giving... But sometimes the people who are dicks and See? they don't give them attention, they wind up giving me, like, 20, 25, 30% too. And then you're so like, I fuck, know. I wish yeah. I would have paid more attention to you. No, yeah. You, you, I got what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <Jesus laughs> We're A-OK on this side. <laughs> so you're not going to start a consulting business where you tell people how to be better servers is, no. is the message. I just start a consulting business where i tell people how to be better customers oh come on yeah. come on okay morgan Dude, just chill out just chill out yeah it's, it's so much better I for say everybody this, it's it's comedy and booze yeah how are you i mean especially up? at that place it's like yes. like wah, wah. You didn't pregame before you got here? Like, yeah, you dumb fuck. Yeah, yeah, you didn't you, think you, you were going to be two hours in line? That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with that. Sebastian's on stage right now. Why are you talking to me? Why are you talking to me? Oh, I can't. It's like a lot of times there, I'll just like look at the lineup and I'll be like, okay, get like get everyone their first round by this person. Mm -hmm. Then you could chill for 15 minutes. Yeah, that's right. Which is why it never looks like I'm super busy. Because you just time it in your yeah. head. But you can also carry more. You yes, that's true. You and I walk around with a tray full of drinks in yeah, one I hand. Yeah, I can't do that. I can't amount. Yeah, you, you're, I can't. you yeah. got a lot more going on than me. Yeah, but yeah. You, but yours is faster. Punky did that too yeah. when she was serving. Because she just said it gave her seconds yeah. that mattered. Mm -hmm. Ugh, yeah, no thanks. Have you ever been fired? I've had mutual parting ways. But you've never been fired? No. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Can you give me an example of the worst customer? Either you have an incident that, that is in your brain of like, oh, this shit happened, like where they called you outside of your name or they were super insane. Oh, yeah, I got one. Ooh, tell me. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I was working at Saddle Ranch. I was on a break. I come back and there had been a fight and now this guy's just outside. Like Now pause. This is you in security or this is you as a server? I don't remember. Okay. I think I was a server. Okay. But yeah, I come back from my break and there had been a fight and this guy was just outside like bleeding. Oh, geez. Yeah. And he was just like leaning against my car and he was talking to like, so he was yelling at our manager and calling a bunch of people the F and N word. Sure. Like, da, 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 just like sure. this Australian dude. And then I came up to him and I was like, hey, dude, could you do me a favor? Could you stop leaning against my car? And he's like, what the fuck did you say to me? And I just like clicked the thing. So it beeped. And he was like, ah! he was like, what the fuck <laughs> Just started walking away. All it took was a beat. Yeah, and so like he wasn't really my customer, but I'm assuming he was having a rough night. You know, like <laughs> then he was bleeding. He was just <laughs> using racial epithets. Yeah, just, not doing well. In yeah, general. and then next thing, my goofy ass mother was like, "Can you get off my car?" Beep, and he's beep. like, "What?" Beep, beep. Like, ah, just going crazy. Yeah, so that was fun. If you were going to have a consulting business to tell someone how to be a, like the worst or best customer, what would you? How 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 is someone the worst customer? Uh, if you're touching your server. Mm. I like people who are like direct about what they want yeah. because then I could help you out. Mm -hmm. If you're like beating around the bush or being very vague, oh, the worst person, the worst person is, uh, can you tell the bartender I want something sweet? No, I can't tell the bartender you want something sweet because I don't have your fucking taste buds. <laughs> what would you like? Be an adult. Select something. 
Also, There's a whole menu of suggestions. Yes. Also, you know ingredients. They could make you something. Yeah, and we don't have time. I understand yeah. that at a craft bar, if someone's like, you know, chef's choice or bartender's mm-hmm. choice or whatever, because they, if you're working in those spaces, in theory, you like inventing and doing yeah. shit like that. This the the comedy any comedy club on the planet, it's too fast. Yeah, we simply don't have time. And you don't think the bartender's about to live in our asshole if yeah. we go back there and say, "Hey, I just have a table that needs something sweet." I know you have 412 orders coming in right now, but I need you to invent something. They don't yeah, you have time. Think I'm gonna go back there, get cursed out by Punky because you want something sweet. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. So, you better not send that shit back. <laughs> and they do. The the whole my favorite is there's not enough booze in here. And it's like, then you may have a problem. Yeah. And that that ain't got shit to do with me. No, it doesn't. Okay. Or maybe you should just try, I don't know, something straight <laughs> on the rocks. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. You have so many options. Oh, so so you don't like the Coke part of oh, your <laughs> rum and Coke. Got you. Just get yeah. a rum. <laughs> okay. Well, folks, well, do you have anything else bad you, or a bad story that you want to tell us or a t- horror story that you can think of? No, no. I mean, because like, I don't usually remember the bad shit. So I only remember like the good things. Good for you. I was serving, yeah. Well, as if you scripted that, we're going to move on to the good stuff. We hoped you all saved room for dessert. What's the nicest thing a customer has done for you whilst you're working? In terms of like tip wise or just like nice? Oh, I'm trying to think. Yes, give me both. Give me the nicest tip okay, you ever got. Okay, so nicest tip I ever got. I think it was eight or nine hundred. Holy fucking yeah. shit. Yeah. For what? It was at the store. I bet. Yeah, I was, uh, it was like a group. It was during a Tripoli show and it was wow. like a double show. So they got like shit face. I think their bill was like $300 or something. The guy just, he just kept handing me hundreds. Holy shit. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and all cash, so you didn't yeah, have to wait to get the payout. Cash. It was great. Oh my it was great. god! Yeah, that's I almost rent. I, th- I got like a tattoo that fucking Friday. I'll I bet so you did. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna get a lot. Like, this ticket. is sick. Yeah, it was like the fifteenth too. It was like my rent was already done. I was like, this is awesome. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, and okay. then. COVID happened like three weeks later, so that wasn't great. It's like, damn, I should have saved some of that. Yeah, actually, Morgan, it's so funny. I was I was so burnt out pre-pandemic, uh, as we all were, and Morgan had like sent out a text or something, and he was like, hey, you know, I'm, I want to pick up a Thursday or whatever the oh, day yeah, was. I and I was like, oh, my God, please take my shift. Like, I don't want to work, blah, blah, blah. And then we got news that the pandemic was hitting, and I was like, fuck, because I just didn't even, like, unemployment didn't cross my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm about to be fucked. And then I was like, Morgan. I am the only one who's about to be fucked by this whole pandemic. Can I have my shift back? And he was like, we're all about to be <laughs> fucked by this <laughs> pandemic. Like, I'm going to keep the shift. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fair point. I felt bad about that for like a week. And I was like, no, she's insane. Well, I think it got canceled anyway, right? Uh, it, they cut one of the servers and the show got cut in half. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it was a bad night. Yeah. And you guys made zero yeah, money. I, yeah, we, I remember, <laughs> it was, no, it was, it was me, night. Davina, Diamonds, Moses, and Willie. We were just in the back, like comparing our pubes for some reason. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a weird time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's very on brand for that experience. Okay. Uh, so that's the best tip you've ever gotten. What Can you think of something like a nice customer said or did or acknowledged or made you feel some kind of way? Uh, so, I mean, one of the good things about Sour Ranch is like you do have a lot of regulars. And I used to have like a couple families with like kids that would always come back and ask for me on like Saturday mornings and shit. That's so those are people I would try and like hook up and treat nice. And you're like giving like a little kid cotton candy and they like love you and shit. And, and you're yeah, like, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty tight. Okay. Um, okay. And then can you give me an archetype for if you, again, if you were going to have your consulting business, what would be, how is the, what's the best behavior that a customer could have that would make you be like, you know what? This guy gets it. Laugh at my jokes. (laughs) But he's not in entertainment folks. I just want to be clear. Be really, really attractive. Also know how attractive you are. Oh, really? How you could talk to people (laughs) and how it's going to be perceived. (laughs) You have to understand that. And I'm not trying to be like sexist either, because like guy or girl, you know, I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if you're like a super hot guy, you're talking. It's like, all right, well, I guess you could talk to me like that. Because you're, if you're like a hot girl. It's like, yeah, I'm definitely gonna take this because in my <laughs> sick, twisted brain, I'm I somehow this turns into something else. Yeah, for sure. But if you're just like, you know, you 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 know who you are at this point. Maybe don't act like that. <laughs> So if someone has a busted face, they're not allowed to talk yeah, to you in any kind of way. I mean, they can, <laughs> but just know it's it's not going anywhere. Not going to. Yeah, land. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's so ridiculous. Um, okay, <laughs> what's the best time you've ever had at work? Can you think of like a night that you were like, oh, it went off, and I had the best time? Not in relation to the like nine hundred dollar tip or whatever, but just like a really dope ass time at work. I was. It was like two Christmases ago, around then. And I was like dating a girl at the time, and she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna come visit you at the store." So I was like, "Yeah, sure." So she came in. She was just chilling in the back of the OR. So I'm like hanging out in the back for a sec, 
and uh, Chappelle and John Mayer walk by, and they're like doing a show upstairs. So I was like, I asked Hormos, I was like, I got this girl here, can I bring her in? He was like, yeah, sure, I don't give a shit. So I like brought her in, she like sat there for like an hour, hour and a half, then I got off, and I went upstairs to go hang out with her, and it was like Chappelle, John Mayer, and Tiffany Haddish just all on stage in the belly room, and I was like, Jesus. this is fucking awesome. Yeah. It was the coolest thing ever. This you know, is the best place to bring a date ever. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I hope you got laid that night. Yeah, of course. Oh, of course yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Good, that's amazing. Why aren't you guys still dating? That's a pretty good get to take you on that as a date. That's a bad first date, though. It wasn't a first date. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, someone okay. I was dating. Where I, I mean, come on. I mean, you set the yeah. bar too high. Okay. Just, yeah, it was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't you out of her fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was totally sane. Okay, what's the best lesson that you have personally learned from working in customer service? Just like, I don't know. I think, I, I find myself to be like a pretty calm person anyway when dealing with like customer service, but it's also just like, you don't freak out on the person you're dealing with because most likely it's not their fault. That's right. There's like, they're just the person who's giving you the answer that you don't like. That's right. So I always try and treat people with respect when I'm dealing with customer service. And the nicer you are, the more they can hook you up. Especially if they're yeah. getting shit on by tables three, four, and five. Yeah. If you're the table that's not being shitty. Yeah. Oh, they're going to hook it up. Oh, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the one table that's nice to me, like, enjoy oh, all your yeah. rounds of shots. <laughs> yeah. Here it comes. I'm about to rain on you. <laughs> and just be understanding. Yeah, that's it right. It just uh, goes so much further in life. And what's one piece of advice that you would, I mean, this is kind of the same same answer then because like well if if you could do from customer service like if you could take one thing away from it that you think is applicable to any other job that you could have that wouldn't necessarily be customer service what is that skill you learned uh i think it kind of goes back to like just not the how i want to say it it's like in my brain the more that you let people know that you don't need them the more they're gonna try and like not grovel toward you but they're, they're gonna respect you more that's right because, like, if they think that they have the upper hand, which, I mean, they naturally do. Sure. Because you're serving them. But they're just like, oh, this guy doesn't give a fuck. I want to know more about you. I mean, they're, like, so much more drawn to you. It's a, it's intriguing. Yeah. And yeah. it is, if you take the power back, mm -hmm. that's a really great point. It's like, how are you taking the power back? You don't have the power. It's like, well, I'm already gone now. And you're stuck here <laughs> thinking about it. And I, now it's just buying me more time to go Bye. do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then if there's anything that you wish everybody knew before they walked into a bar, what is that? What you want to drink. Thank you. Yeah. Like, it's so easy. <laughs> I mean, I have like a, yeah, if I'm walking to a bar, it's like I'm usually getting whiskey. If I'm getting beer, uh, I know I would like to get a sour first. And if you don't have that, like, I know what I like. Yeah. Punky head. Yeah. Beer. I'll ask two questions. It's like, yeah, whatever. Just give me that one. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. You're allowed two it. questions. That's it. That's, that's it. Only two. How many mods are you allowed? If it's a food service situation, how many modifications? See, here's where I'm a picky eater. Oh, see, so, I am too. Yeah, okay. So you, know, you allow. Get what you want. Get what you want. <laughs> Get what you want. Just be direct about it. Just not drink. Yeah, okay. just yeah, just just get what you want. <laughs> okay. Well, how can people get? In I'm touch? a big like pig thing. Like I don't let me get this, but without, without, without. You know what I mean? Wait, is, uh, no, I'm not tracking. It's like uh, I'll be like have a burger, but like no pickles or onions. Oh yeah, I'm that way too. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so that that doesn't like that doesn't count, right? No, because you're not saying like can you reinvent a dish for? Yeah, me? no, don't do that shit. Yeah, like add this, take away this. But if it sounds good, I'll ask. Will you really? Yeah, because I might want to eat it later too. Wait, are you the person then that sends in your Starbucks order and it's got like 62 things no, on the no, list? No, no, I, I think that's obnoxious. Yeah, that's obnoxious. Yeah, I okay, drink cool. uh, double shot of espresso and call it. sugar. Yeah. Okay, that's And good. yeah, give me my rocket fuel so I can go work a 12 hour shift at Starbucks. This is okay. This is the thing. Like, nobody sees. Tara, God bless her. She's been on the podcast. What up, Tara? Tara and I used to get this thing called, I think it was like a donkey toe from Starbucks. And it was like three shots of espresso with a little bit of milk and some sugar. And you would you would shoot it yeah and like i didn't I, looking back now i'm like if i would do that today i would not only shit my pants i would throw up like oh. that is so much caffeine but then it was like just keeping me level set and so, that's crazy i mean i i like to go out yeah and so like there's we a lot of times i'd be out till like four or five in the morning what? go home go to sleep for like a couple hours wake up go to Saddle ranch uh there's a starbucks right next door yeah like yeah let me get a quad shot of espresso uh milk and sugar crush that smoke a cigarette take a dump and it's like you got Here me for go. six hours, and <laughs> then I'm going to crash. I am back you know, online. For those six hours, I'm going to be very fucking engaged. <laughs> You're about to get the best version I'm of Morgan. I'm going to get me the fuck out of here. Because yeah. yeah, it's a And six hours in one minute, it's fucking like, You over. will see it happening when I'm not feeling good anymore. <laughs> Amazing. Well, how can people get in touch with you, Morgan? What, what, where where do your podcasts air that are not like live stream Twitch? Like, are they also on Spotify? Uh, you can find them all on YouTube. You can find them all on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Okay. Uh, if you want to hit me up directly, handsome underscore Morgan that's, on Instagram. That's actually his handle, folks. Yeah. Handsome Shout underscore Morgan. Ryan. 
He came up with that. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. That's amazing. I was like, I want to change. He's like, why don't you call yourself Hansa Morgan? I was like, that's brilliant. <laughs> Done. And very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> it is very true. Ladies, Morgan is single yeah. right now. Morgan is single and available. At the at the time that this is airing, which is on Monday, October something of 2021, Morgan's available. So slide into his DMs. They are open. He does not have a private account. And he will absolutely answer sure. unless your face is busted. And then he won't. So if and he doesn't. if it is, I'll answer. Oh, isn't that nice? Because you're, you're not asking me for things at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> on that note, <laughs> I could not. Well, folks, we're going to drop your text in hell. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out here at Service from Hell, we'd love to have you subscribe, rate, and or review wherever you listen. It will help us reach more people that need to be schooled on the art of being kind and will be catharsis for those of us still working in the industry, which neither Morgan nor I are at the moment. If you want to get in touch with us here at service from hell directly send us your receipts at service from hell podcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you remember if you can't afford to tip you can't afford to go out so don't be garbage and be good to people it's easier that way thanks morgan for being here yeah i appreciate you and your time time, all right well we'll have them on again folks you heard it here we need guests all right (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening folks good night that's comfortable for you yeah okay so i'll kill you (laughs) you already know how to do this morgan god damn it